The NFL schedule makers had their work cut out for them with the retirement and unretirement of Tom Brady. Which games are the Buccaneers going to have in prime time, according to David and myself? And finally, a former Buck is headed out of football and into the booth. Let's go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. We thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko, joined by my co-host, Mr. David Harrison. You can find everything he's doing over at BucksGameDay.com. Check out everything I'm doing over at BucksNation.com. And, of course, follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Yeah, thanks again, Bucks Nation, for making us your first listen or view every single day. Speaking of you, James, did you know that on YouTube there's this cool button that says Share? And if you are a content creator that writes content, there is a, an embed button that will give you an embed code and you can actually embed the locks on bucks podcast into your written content. Uh, and it's not illegal to do so. Um, that actually gives you the license to do it. And, uh, it's actually kind of appreciated, but screen recording the locks on bucks podcast on YouTube and putting it in written content on your site to then monetize it and make profit off of it. Highly illegal and not recommended. Did you know that? I did know that. Uh, there will be lawyers. <laughs> um, it's funny, you know, you go back to a tweet I sent out a few weeks ago where I took a poll of my Twitter followers uh, asking what their opinion was on me getting a drum set. Yeah. And now I know how lars ulrich feels yeah uh, from metallica and shout out to those of you old enough to get that reference and those of you who have a co-host who explains it to you before recording um <laughs> just because we cover the buccaneers does not mean we appreciate pirating however we do appreciate that people think our work is pirate worthy to be to be completely it's, it's 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 a little bit flattering although also offensive also offensive james is the greatest quarterback of all time retiring and then not retiring right when you're in the middle or near the end of making an entire nfl season's worth of scheduled games keeping in mind that it's only the second season you've had an extra regular season game compared to before and then having to scrap it all because he decided to return after his deal to buy the miami dolphins went south and now Tom Brady is coming back. The Brady effect affecting not just the Buccaneers, but the entire NFL, according to Sam Farmer of the LA Times. See how we accredit or how we how we give recognition to where we get information. Sam Farmer of the, of the LA Times wrote up an article uh, about requests that teams make during the NFL scheduling process due to venue conflicts where they may need to be on the road on certain weeks. In his column, Farmer references a conversation he had with NFL broadcasting chief Howard Katz where the Bucks have been a league priority. Katz said, quote, when Tom Brady retired, we were concerned about the strength of the NFC package because there were so many terrific Tampa Bay games we were looking at, end quote. Uh, that's what Katz said, according to Farmer. Then again, quote, then a month later, he unretires, and we sort of started all over again, end quote. Um, while I feel really, really bad for the NFL schedule makers. You know what? I remember when they put the Bucks away from Raymond James for, for over a calendar oh, month, and months. suddenly I don't feel bad for you anymore. You and I offered to do this for them. <laughs> give us, 
give us uh, a a expense account on DoorDash to get our food sent in. Give us a weekend in a in a conference room, and we're gonna look like Charlie from It's Always Sunny, and we're gonna have yarn all over the place and all that. But we would have done a better job than that yeah. one season. But yeah, I mean, obviously teams have have problems where they have to be away from their home venue uh, right. because of you know Taylor Swift is coming to town or um, you know Monster Jam is going to be there the day before or there's a college game there the day before and and they don't want to have to you know play on on turf that's already messed up even though a lot of these um, you well, know a lot of anyway. Right. Well, and and the field keeper, whatever. I don't know their exact title, but groundskeepers, groundskeepers. Thank you. I, I could not think of that. They okay. do a tremendous job. I mean, these guys are scientists when it comes to trying to keep the field as nice and, and as playable as possible. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of hurdles to jump through and and you're going to have requests where it's like, you know, we have to be gone in week two because of this going on in our stadium, but we don't want to open the season with two road games in a row. So you need to schedule us at home in week one and, and things like that. And it's like, well, you know, you, you, you have to prioritize some requests over others. Right. And so the Buccaneers are going to have their share of requests. They have UCF that shares the same, the same stadium. It's, it's going to be an attractive venue for they've had concerts there and, and things like that. But then there's also just going to be your regular requests, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe the Buccaneers are going to have some requests that are taken a little bit more into consideration than others, considering they're losing a home game to Germany. Now, Joe Buck's fan uh, reacted to, to all of this news by saying that they suspected that the Buccaneers have requested to host one of three Christmas Day games. David, I texted you Monday morning uh, that I was starting to hear some buzz in my area from some people in a position to be in the know, to mm -hmm. be, you know, that are in a position that they could hear some legitimate things that the Bucks and Bengals is likely going to be in the slate of Christmas games. And so I wasn't confident enough to talk about it on the show with just hearing it on my end, right. but then seeing Joe Buck's fan who is connected, who is tied in, who does hear things. They even said in their uh, column on, on JoeBucksFan.com that they, they had their, their suspicions, but they were keeping the reason for those suspicions private for now that the Bucks have requested this game. So now I hear my stuff from one end. Joe Buck's fan is hearing stuff from, from another end it starts to kind of line up and I'm going to be very upset if the Bucks and Bengals play on Christmas. Yeah. It's starting to look like a, a Buccaneers, Bengals, Burrow, Brady, just, just, just a, a B grade Christmas all around in 2022. Baby uh, Jesus. Yeah. Something, <laughs> something, something like that. I mean, um, just throwing out another B. Yeah. You know, look, it's, it's part of, it's part of the, it's part of the life. Unfortunately, right? it's part of the job. That's what everybody will kind of say is, you know, every once in a while you got to work on a holiday. Everyone, I mean, think about people who cover the lions and the Cowboys. Like you're basically never going to have Thanksgiving full blown on right. a Thursday ever again for the rest of your life. So, you know, uh, it is what it is. Definitely not looking forward to it. If it happens outside of the fact that, you know what I mean? You get Buccaneers football on Christmas day. That's cool from a fan standpoint. I think, I hope, I mean, there's going to be 
inevitably there would be some fans who can't watch it because of family obligations and all that. But hopefully you have DVR. Uh, if you don't, you have a friend who has DVR and, and you can check it out. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with the schedule. Obviously, that's coming out uh, this week and we will have a full blown uh, reaction to that schedule as it comes out. NFL Network, of course, is going to do their special uh, that's going to air live or about four or five hours after the schedule leaks to everybody uh, beforehand. But we will talk about the actual schedule coming up. But coming up on this episode, we're going to make our predictions for some features of the schedule. That is primetime games. We're going to predict the Buccaneers primetime games. We nailed all of them last year. No, we didn't. But we're going to do that coming up. Thanks to our friends over at betonline.net, your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of your latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more, including the chase for Lord Stanley's Cup. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks again for making the Locked on Bucks podcast your first listen or your first view every single day. James, we are so close to 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. Would absolutely love if you're hearing this show or if you are watching this show but you are not yet subscribed, do us a favor, click the subscribe button. It helps us out. It helps other Bucks fans find the show just like you did. But in the meantime, James, let's get back to today's episode. We're going to predict primetime games. Uh, the NFL says that teams are limited to no more than five. Um, now for this exercise, we did lay out the parameters that neither of us have to pick five. So if we think that the NFL won't actually schedule the Buccaneers in prime time, five times, we have that right to, to, to make that call. I have five games selected, James. Do you I, have five games selected? I have five games. selected. I would have selected seven if I, <laughs> all right. So you have five games. I have five games. I do actually have a wild card nominee, kind of like an honorable mention that I want to mention Ooh. at the end here. I've Excellent. got a little bit of a conspiracy theory kind of brewing on my own here uh, that I would like to talk about. But we're going to go one through five. One is the game that we are boom locked in. If there is a prop bet on bet online, we would put money on this game to be a prop uh, or a prop, a prime time game. And then five is the one we are least confident in. It still might be confident, but the least confident of the five. Mr. Yarko. Give me your number one game, the game you are locking in. The Buccaneers absolutely will face this team in primetime in 2022. At home against the Green Bay Packers. Okay. Brady, At home against Rod the Green Bay Packers. Brady Rogers, primetime, probably for the last time. Uh, they're going to milk that for all that it's worth. Um, I feel like that's going to be a Sunday night game, which is awesome because – Chris Collinsworth might drown himself in drool the way he talks about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. So maybe that'll be the last game that he ever calls. It could potentially. So Packers, you're, you're kind of locking that one in. Of course, we know uh, going back to the overseas game that that was uh, the game. I'm just kind of keeping notes here on the games that we picked. Uh, we, by the way, we have our draft grade save. We're going to, we're going to, we're basically going to save all of our predictions so that we can go back after the season at some point or midseason even and take a look at these things. So James Jarko, number one game that the Buccaneers will be playing primetime is the Green Bay Packers. Lock that in. My number one game, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, listen, the NFL had this opportunity last year. They didn't take it. Uh, they played one of the best playoff games, postseason games of the season last year. One Almost one of the greatest comebacks in playoff history. Uh, we saw there, unfortunately, in January, fell short for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This year, they get it right. The Rams and Buccaneers will play in primetime. 
this year, honestly, because you kind of look at that quote, right? The NFL, what did they say? We're kind of worried about the NFC schedule of games and, and how it was really going to turn out. Then you bring Brady back. And let's be honest, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Glenn, ba- Glenn Gabbert, Blaine Gabbert, Kyle Trask, Ryan Griffin, going up against Matt Stafford, the defending Super Bowl champions and the Rams, just not as sexy as a, as a billing uh, as Tom Brady brings to it, obviously, for, for a lot of multiple reasons. Uh, so I think the NFL, just kind of like what you said with the Packers, they're going to take advantage of that opportunity. Uh, the Rams are not always at the top of the NFL. They don't always have one of the now more popular names uh, in the league in Matthew Stafford after coming over from the Lions. So they take advantage of that, and they lock that in as a primetime game. That's my number one option. My number two option, James, it's Baby Goat. It's Patrick Mahomes. The NFL still wants to sell Patrick Mahomes as the next generational face of this league. In order to do that, you have to see Odysseus slay the Titans. So they're going to do everything they can to put the Kansas City Chiefs on the big stage with Tom Brady to and, and hope and cross their fingers that Pat Mahomes could put some ketchup on a victory stake after beating the Buccaneers. Uh, I'm I'm very excited to to see your reaction to my list now. That's uh, yeah, I absolutely. Right. You have the Super Bowl Fifty Five rematch. You have to have that one in in prime time. I absolutely uh, I absolutely buy into that. My number two is if what I'm hearing is right. If what Joe Bucks fans hearing is right, it's the Bucks Bengals, and I think that would be the primetime matchup on Christmas Day. Um, most, I'm not going to say all, but mm-hmm. most families, at least ones that I have encountered, they do all their Christmas stuff in the morning. You know, the the yep. kids wake up, they're going through stockings. Everybody opens presents. Maybe you do a nice breakfast. Then you you have the the nice late lunch, early dinner kind of thing, the big feast. By 7 o'clock, you're done for the day. Kids are playing with their new video games. You know, your wife's relaxing. You know, whatever the case may be, that's that's the game that's going to get the most eyeballs, and that game needs to be the, the I'm not going to say the past, but, you know, the, the Hall of Fame career that's coming to an end versus the future, the defending AFC champions, it nope. makes way too much sense that if it's going to be on Christmas, it needs to be the headliner of a triple header. And then my number three game is Kansas City Chiefs. So obviously, I agree with you wholeheartedly there. Super Bowl 55 rematch, prime time. Got to do it. Absolutely. And look, you know, the NFL could be doubling down too. me like, well, if, if Patrick Mahomes isn't the next GOAT, maybe Joe Burrow is the next GOAT going to the Super Bowl uh, in just a second year coming off of an ACL injury. Maybe he's the next real deal. Uh, who knows? So they can kind of hedge their bets by putting the Bengals and the Chiefs in there. Listen, uh, I'm just going to spoiler alert. I don't have the Bengals on my list now. Having heard what you said and having seen what Joe Bucks fan has put out, I kind of wanted to put them on the list, but I'm just going to keep it real. I would not have had them on the list beforehand, so I kept them off my list just to be completely transparent here. Um, and honestly, I think if they do play on Christmas, if this whole thing does come to fruition, I think the primetime game is actually a West Coast game. I think it's like a Seahawks, Broncos, Raiders, Chargers, whatever, like it's going to be in one of those areas. That'll be the primetime game. We'll obviously see what happens. My number three game, the New Orleans Saints, because it's the New Orleans Saints. It's the Buccaneers. Uh, Cam Jordan loves dancing on primetime, you know, sacking quarterbacks and and doing all these things. And Saints fans would absolutely love to rub it in the face of Bucks fans uh, that they're one, not rivals. They'll, they'll tell you that all year long, Bucks fans, that you are not a rival. That's how much they care about you is that they don't to tell you all year long that you're not a rival of theirs. Uh, Saints has to be one. And then my number four, James, is the Packers. Um, I'm a little bit less confident in this, to be quite honest with you, just because 
I almost kind of wonder if like, is, is it kind of just played out? You know, like we've seen it. We haven't seen it all the time, but we've seen it enough now to where it doesn't kind of get the juices flowing as much as it used to. But I do still think they end up pulling that out and the Packers end up being a primetime opponent. Yeah, uh, it's it may be played out, but how many times do we see Braden versus Manning in primetime? I mean, what it was like 18. That's times. never played out. I would pay to see that now. Right. So, yeah, they're going to they're going to marquee Brady and Rogers yeah. just because of the the generational talents there. Um, look, the first three primetime games that I've named are home opponents. The Bucks are not playing all five of their primetime games uh, at home. It's just not going to happen. So my last two are road opponents, which is why your number one lock is not on my list. I do not have the Rams on my top five. You have to be able to mix it up. And I think the the Bengals, the Packers, the Chiefs, I think those are bigger draws. Again, playing the the if the Christmas Day thing is, is accurate, taking that into account. Um, so my number four is at Dallas. I think we're going to get Dallas in primetime yet again. We all know how the schedule makers just love putting the NFC East in primetime. Doesn't matter if it's Thursday. Doesn't matter if it's Saturday. Doesn't matter if it's Sunday. Doesn't matter if it's Monday. The NFC East always has to be in primetime, and it's disgusting, and it's gross, and it's obnoxious. <laughs> but we're going to get yeah. Dak Brady primetime. If that's a prime time, make it a Thursday again. Can Ugh. we? Ugh. And then, um, yeah, my number five is at the New Orleans Saints. Um, I figure that's that's pretty much a lock. You have you have Jameis healthy again, Cam Jordan. You got Tyron Matthew going home. They're probably going to end up with Jarvis Landry, according to some things that started being reported on uh, on Monday. Um, so that's that's going to be a big time game. So, yeah, uh, at Dallas, at the Saints are the two road primetime games. But once you're done with your list, I, I as well have an honorable mention that I wanted to throw in there. I just couldn't figure out who to bump for it. Awesome. So I'm going to cheat and say that, yes, my Saints game also on the road, because that's the thing I also thought of and was totally not taken by surprise and praying that I had road games on my list. <laughs> uh, my number five game is going to be a little bit of surprise. And it's uh, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that is a road game. Luckily enough for me, it's at Pittsburgh. Uh, listen, first quarterback off the board is Kenny Pickett. I think this is going to be a midseason game, probably looking at like week seven, week eight or so. And basically, the NFL is going to look at it this way. If Mitchell Trubisky starts for the Pittsburgh Steelers, by the time you get to midseason, they're going to figure out if it's going to be Mitch, if it's going to be Kenny. It might be Kenny from the jump. It could be Kenny midseason. Who knows? But that's the best way you're going to get. And it could be late season, to be quite honest with you as well. But that's the best way you're going to get your number one quarterback taken from this year's class against the greatest of all time. Not that they necessarily want to put Kenny Pickett kind of on this perch, right? But listen, the the, the NFL, the football is a passing game now. The NFL is driven by quarterbacks because, the, uh, because of that fact. So the better they can make their quarterbacks look, the better off they're going to be. Uh, and what better way to put Kenny Pickett kind of on a spotlight if they possibly can. And again, doesn't force the Steelers to start him anyway. But if you're a schedule maker, you put this in. I mean, now I'm kind of convincing myself. Maybe it's week 15, right? Maybe it's week 15 in Pittsburgh. You got the snow in Heinz Field. Tom Brady going back up north. Uh, and maybe they they schedule their way into a uh, a rookie beating the greatest of all time in his final season in Pittsburgh with the terrible towels uh, and all that stuff going on. And then uh, my wild card is actually from the same division, AFC North, the Cleveland Browns. And I kind of look at like at like this, James. If this is a primetime game, 
week nine or later, which I mean, figure week 10, 11 are already kind of booked up, right? But week nine or later, it might tell you a little something about Deshaun Watson. If it's in like week five, it might also tell you something about Deshaun Watson. If it's in week two, it definitely tells you something about Deshaun Watson. It means that Deshaun Watson's not getting anything for a punishment. I think I still think he's getting punished. I think the NFL could be looking to help Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns get back on the main stage because that's a huge fan base there. It's a huge market that's been growing. All of a sudden now they've got some drama with Baker Mayfield. They can get Brady versus Watson one more time or just one time before uh, Brady rides off in the sunset. I think they might take advantage of it. Uh, that's an interesting one that I hadn't really thought of. And I don't know, maybe Baker switches teams at halftime and just goes from the Browns locker room into the Bucks locker room. And <laughs> he's like, Hey Tom, I'm your backup now. Uh, um, my honorable mention was the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I just didn't know. I didn't know who I could bump and justify putting Mitchell Trubisky in prime time, but it's the Steelers, right? It's, it's one of the biggest most widespread fan bases in the NFL. It's a team that constantly draws ratings when they're all on TV. Um, it was just tough for me to bump any of these other teams out, but I'm glad we were at least on the same wavelength on that because I really wanted to try to find a spot for that and just couldn't. The, if they got to play Pittsburgh in like late November, December, sometime yeah. in there, can we at least hope that it's going to be like last season when I was supposed to take my son to a hockey tournament in Pittsburgh and I could just already be there that weekend. Yeah, there you go. And then I'll, I'll go into the media room and I'll buy Beckett a ticket and just be like, go have fun. Here's uh, put this Apple air Stay tag warm. <laughs> yeah. Put this Apple air tag in your shoe. So I know where you <laughs> are and uh, I'll sneak you down some food. Yeah. And look, Pittsburgh's only like a three hour drive away from my house. So I mean, locked on bucks tailgate, let's do it. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot farther from mine, which is kind of surprising. But coming up in just a moment, uh, something that's not quite so surprising is that it would appear that Richard Sherman is walking away from the field and walking up into the booth. But first, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why should you have to endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rock Auto helps you save time and money. Why choose to spend 30 50 even 100% more? for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. Instead, go to rockauto.com where prices are reliably low for every customer. On top of that, Rock Auto is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, just right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Wrapping things up here on a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast, James Yarko, David Harrison on Twitter, at jarko underscore bucks, at dharrison82, the show, at Locked On Bucks, of course, uh, if you want to watch the show, go to YouTube. Don't watch pirated copies. Uh, <laughs> Richard Sherman has a new career path 
as it appears he is ready to walk away from the game of football. Now, per Ian Rappaport, one of our favorite people to talk about, he's he tweeted out sources, all pro awesome. do what sauces sauces. Um, all pro cornerback Richard Sherman is deep in talks with Amazon for a key role in their programming this coming season. He'll stay in shape for a possible NFL opportunity, but as of now, all eyes are on his broadcasting future. So Richard Sherman, who played like five minutes with the Buccaneers last year, appreciate him coming in and trying to help, uh, you know, best laid plans. You know what they say about those. But you could kind of tell that Sherman was already kind of at the end of, of his trail, and he's been – yeah, it's been all over social media. He's been doing the broadcasting school. He hosts his own podcast with uh, PFF. So this was a, a move that we knew was coming. Your thoughts on on Sherman? Whether now maybe he's in the booth, maybe he's pregame panel, you know that kind of role. What do you what do you think about Richard Sherman? What do you think would be the better fit for him? Uh, I think he's he's I think he's a better analyst. Then he is like a color analyst and I know they're kind of the same thing, but I mean, I'm talking studio. I, I think I like Richard Sherman better in the studio doing pregame halftime and postgame. Uh, Cause he's a, he's a guy that, you know, obviously he made a lot of money being a very cerebral cornerback uh, in the national football league, very football IQ heavy uh, type of guy. And I would really like to see what Richard Sherman brings uh, to, to a panel, right? The people kind of breaking down what is going to happen in the pregame, what has happened so far at halftime, the adjustments that need to happen and then come back after the game and tell us why what happened happened. And I know, you know, you got guys like Tony Romo out there doing it in real time uh, as well. But I mean, it's a little bit easier to kind of explain what a quarterback is doing just in real time because the camera is always on the quarterback, right? But the camera is almost never in the secondary. So you're going to need some cut-ups. You're going to need some angles. You're going to need some things like that. And Richard's going to need a freeze frame and say, okay, see, if this guy does this and this guy does that. So that's the fit. That's that's where I think Richard Sherman's best fit as a broadcaster is. But I mean, look, I mean, the, the guy has been doubted. Uh, you know, pretty much his entire professional life, you know, coming into the NFL and then could he sustain and then could he do it again and all this other stuff. So, I mean, uh, there's, I'm not going to put it past Richard Sherman to do anything that he possibly wants to do. Amazon is, is a huge uh, fit because, you know, they, they guarantee benefits starting on day one. So that's, that's obviously a big help. Yeah. And I don't know if, if Amazon is going to do a three man booth. Uh, It depends on what they want Sherman to do right now. The, the, Announcer booth is Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit, which I think is going to be a fantastic duo. Yes, Al Michaels, the the greatest to ever do it, and then Kirk Herbstreit. I think he does an absolutely outstanding job yeah. uh, calling the college games. That poor guy, he had to move. He used to live like the next city over from me, and he had to move away because Ohio State fans were like just nasty to him because they were he's like, not biased and honest with his assessments. Well, yeah, because he's yeah, because he's honest. So he would criticize yeah. Ohio State. So now he, oh, you're a former Buckeye, but you hate him. And yeah, you know, his kids were getting harassed. Like it was a mess. Uh, but yeah, I absolutely adore Kirk Herbstreit. I think he does a phenomenal job. So I'm really excited to hear that duo. I think Sherman could add another level to that. But I agree with you 100. I'd like to see him be able to do some breakdowns, you know, at halftime and and you know. Pre-game, post-game, all that. I I think that would be the ideal fit for Richard Sherman, and I think he would bring a lot to the broadcast. So I'm excited to see if this ends up coming to fruition. But it looks like pretty much the the they're just waiting for ink to hit paper. Also, assume that Sherman's 
acting has his own talent agent now since he yep. was you know, i mean why not he's been successful the other way and i mean he's still staying in shape you know what i mean so opportunities may come knocking uh, anyway sure. here's a segment idea if anybody wants to wants to screen record this and send it out to amazon you have my permission for this part and this part only lil sherm l-i-l sherm Richard Sherman walks up to the green screen teleprompter, right? Like they have on TNT where like Shaq and, and Kenny run to the to the screen. They shrink him, put him on the teleprompter, and now he's actually out there kind of going through the motions, like real-time in-studio demonstrations of what a DB should be doing in a situation. I feel like I've lost you. No, no, I'm I'm with you. That's my idea. Lil Sherm. I want to see it. I'm Lil Sherm, make it happen. Yeah, I'm trying to envision how that would look. But I think you're onto something. You could almost make it look rudimentary, like almost like make it look like A's looks like, boop, 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 and it just adds to the charm of the segment. You know what I mean? It's very um, sound effects. It's very Willy Wonka when the kid yes. shrinks down to yes. go into the TV and there then gets dropped in his mom's purse. Anyway, uh, all right, that is going to do it for this episode. Thanks again for making the Locked On Bucks podcast your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL podcast. The schedule may be dark, but the NFL never stops, and neither does Locked On NFL get insights and opinions from hosts, including Ross Jackson, Chris Carter, and Tony Wiggins, plus local Locked On NFL hosts repping all 32 squads. There is no offseason for the real fans, so make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NFL on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I will be back tomorrow with Evan Klosky of 10 Tampa Bay. We missed last week. We will be back tomorrow. Excited to hear what Evan thought about the NFL draft. We have not gotten his full. I have not spoken to Evan on the air since the Buccaneers have made a draft pick. It hasn't happened yet. So, Excited to hear his thoughts. If you have any questions for him or, or want to get his thoughts on any of the topics, of course, you can send us an email to lockedonbuckspodcast at gmail.com or send us a voicemail to 813-444-5841. For David Harrison, I am James Yarko. Until we speak again, make sure you're checking out everything David is doing over at bucksgameday.com. Make sure you're checking out everything I'm doing at bucksnation.com. And follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArko underscore Bucks and at dharrison82. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another, fire those cannons. Thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.